0: 630 Ched and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present The Show That Is Everything Oilers Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer Brought to you by Digitex Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide
1: Yeah, Digitex does that
0: D-I-G-I-T-E-X.ca On Oilers Radio 630 Chad. It's a game night, Connor McDavid's in the lineup First game of the season, first for him in preseason Maybe ahead of schedule, Edmonton taking on the Arizona Coyotes Bob Stoffer with you. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps, your all-in-one convenient location, digitex.ca. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software this is Oilers Now you can reach us at any time on our River Creek Resort and Casino hotline 780 496 text us at 630-630 in our Heartland 4 text line with over 10 million dollars in new and pre-owned inventory they're one of the largest Ford dealers in the province of Alberta experience the difference of Heartland 4 we're on Twitter at Oilers Now you can tweet me personally Bob underscore Stopper, Brendan Escott's available at Brendan Escott every Tuesday in studio and Friday for a phoner, Mark Spector joins us, Stoffer Inspector for the Horse uh, Racing Alberta, presenting live standard bread racing every Friday night and Sunday afternoon at Century Mile and every Saturday afternoon. We're going to give a plug to the folks out in Lacoma, track on to tell you that uh, we got spec here until one thirty, Then Mike House from the Stollery Mighty Millions Lottery. We'll also hear from Oilers Forward Sam Gagne. We've already played a bunch of Connor McDavid stuff. McDavid back in. All right, spec. Let's get to it. We were talking about other parts of the lineup. Yes. So here's here's a situation. I'm going to bring up a couple players. We're going to hear from Sam Gagné, who right now is slotted at second line left wing, yep. and you brought up Matt Benning on the right side, and uh, I, I want to, It's interesting with Matt Benning, um, and I've always had some animated talks over the years with uh, Brian Benning, who's you know uh, got some strong opinions and views on things. as as do we all in this business. Uh, But I I, I do sense at times there's been some folks out there, frankly, that I think have been surprisingly hard on Matt Benning. He is kind of what he is, and he's been that as a plus player each of the last. like He, to me, is a serviceable NHL defenseman. Yeah, fair enough. And I do believe that with Ken Holland and Dave Tippett, that they've looked at the situation in Edmonton and said, guys have to play their way up. The lineup. Now, when you're talking Connor McDavid, that guy just steps in and plays. When you're talking Taylor Hall, that guy just steps in and plays. Even Ryan Nugent Hopkins. And I know there's some people out there that he should have. He had 52 points in his rookie year. He was a a legitimate NHL player right from day one. Defenseman, it's a different position. Those guys tend to need more time. Like I'm looking at Evan Bouchard, right? Well, Evan Bouchard, to me, we both don't have him on the team. No right, we think he's going to end up getting some more time and playing his way up the organizational roster, even with Ethan Bear versus Matt Benning. I think Benning will start the season as a right, uh, you know, playing with Chris Russell. Those guys were both plus players on bad team, a bad team last year. Yep. If you can get pluses out of those guys in the third pairing, you're laughing. So. Back to playing your way up. Look at Nygaard. Nygaard has been... He can skate. He gives an element to the Oilers. Just needs to get a little bit more acclimatized to the North American game. But Gagne's going to get that first crack. Yeah, because the coach uh, knows what he's going to get in Gagne. Right. And got to play your way up. So guys that come in new or, you know, like... Like McLeod was still here at this time last year. Yeah. Right? Uh, Bouchard obviously made the team. We'd Yamamoto and Polyar be like, the orders mark are going to have four first round picks, not with the NHL team. And people say, oh, well, they're crappy first round picks. And I, my response no. It's just a different organization. They're not gifting spots. Right. And again, with your truly elite players, you're not gifting them. They're just so damn good they get them but this is a different situation so do you, are you are you seeing the same thing that there is a a slight paradigm shift as to how business is done call it over percolate i'd call it forcing players to play their way up the lineup well, fair enough
1: it's a first of all it's a deeper team of professional players Bingo. so it's harder for like you don't have to have bouchard on this team you'd rather you give bouchard time to learn the pro game and they've got enough defensemen here. Now they don't need to. This Pearson looks like he can play, so he's going to be in your top six. I want to say though, for talking about Benning, like you know, I would have liked to have seen Benning taking a run, or having a chance, or or showing himself able to take that right side job that Pearson's taken. And at this point, the ben, uh, Benning starts the season on the third pairing with Chris Russell, and that's a fine, you know, together they make six million bucks. It's probably a little too much for your third pairing. But in terms of on ice performance, that has the makings of a good solid third line, uh, third pairing. But Matt Benning needs to hang on to that spot. Matt Benning hasn't, he's had two games, hasn't been great in camp. I get it. It's early in camp. That's fine. There's three games left. Uh, it's time, I think, for Matt Benning to, you know, he's in his fourth NHL season, he's played over 200 games. Uh, I'd like to see him pressing up. You talk about guys. Playing up into the lineup, Bob, I would like to have seen him pressing to be Clefbaum's partner. As it is, as we speak at this moment, he's kind of hanging on being Russell's partner.
0: Yeah, and I think that ship has already sailed for him. 200 games in, I kind of, and there's some people that say, well, you know, you don't know what you got with a D until he's played 300 games. Matt's over 200 games in the NHL now. Mm-hmm. I look, what I'm saying is at the start of the year, I expect Benning in the lineup and expect Gagne in the lineup. I don't know where those guys are going to be halfway through the season. I think Gagne could be a Swiss Army knife amongst the forwards. For sure. Play all over the lineup. Yeah. I think Benning, depending on Bouchard's development, we'll see. But to start, you know... and if if I was an NHL team and looking at Edmonton's situation and I you know, I was a little light on defense, like LA's a team that's light on defense. Sure. Right? So if I if I was one of those organizations, I go, geez, I wonder what's gonna happen there halfway through the year if, if Bouchard right. progresses and, and, and ready to step forward or, or if Bear comes in well and kills it. Or- those two guys,
1: two right shot young defensemen with offense in their game, they're both looking over Matt Banek's shoulder. Right, Matt Benning is the third pairing right defenseman. The first guy to get replaced by the young kid coming up. That's regardless of what your name is. When you're sitting in that slot, third pairing right D, and you got Baron Bouchard behind you, you you better push up because they're coming from behind.
0: Yeah, you you brought up a really good point. Rare when you do that, by the way. <laughs> you said this is a deeper lineup, and I'm going to give you an, a, a scenario that changes how two different guys that are very good friends look at the game a bit.
1: Hmm.
0: Kevin Lowe, Craig McTavish. Kevin Lowe, when he came to the Edmonton Oilers, those kids played right away because they did not have the organizational depth. They were not yet a good team. So, you had Wayne Gretzky. You had Mark Messier. You had Glenn Anderson. You had Yari Curry. You had Paul Coffey. Kevin Lowe. They all walked in and played. They all walked in and played, and they... Basically, an expansion, and they lived with the mistakes that they had, and they grew and they won together. Craig McTavish and Kelly Buckberger came in later, Mm -hmm. okay, and they and they were not star high end players; they were third, fourth line guys. And by the time they got here, in their roles as well, because you know when you have top end guys like the guys we mentioned. Gretzky, Messier, Kurt, you will trade chances. Yeah. You be, but when you're in the in the third, fourth line role, and you come in late, you learn differently. Because if you make a mistake, you're out. And you, right? Yep. And so those guys were held to a different. And I've always thought that maybe there was a slight diff, uh, different philosophical approach in how to bring players along. Like when you talk to Wayne Gretzky, he's like, "Get the young guys in there and play." What did he do in Arizona? He got the young guys in there, and he played them. He had like four rookies up front. that how'd that work for him? Well, they were th- they had no depth as an organization.
1: <laughs> well, they were very good. Right. Like I think the common thread here is when your team isn't very good, the young kids walk in the door, and they're your best player. That's right. like the the old story in Edmonton about the first overall pick walking in the door and making the team. They don't. It's not that but the well, first.
0: Were- o- but Mark, a first overall pick's different than a Well, guy, they are. And than, they- than, 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 than a guy who's a defense you know a center sure. or center or a wing that's a number 1 overall pick is that he's further away from the mistake killing you than a defenseman that's an 8th or 10th overall pick sure but you show
1: me a team that plays a bunch of 18 19 20 year olds and I'll show you a lousy team that doesn't have veterans that can beat those guys out for jobs bob yeah right and Find me the last team that that, that thrived on that aspect. Thri- show me a team that played all those kids. Think of how
0: experienced St. Louis was last. That was an experienced team. Oh, there, there some, some are, today's NHL, man, you don't Even though kids, kid kids are in, better than ever before. They're but, really, really good,
1: and they're really, really fast, so, and it's becoming a younger person's game. But don't tell me you're just going to start piling kids in your lineup. doesn't work that way.
0: So you got to play your way up. So well, you
1: should play your way up because there's so much to be learned in the AHL. We kind of forget that in Edmonton because the AHL has not produced a lot of players in this organization. The AHL is a, is a place where people learn the game. How many of us started in our job and where we sit today? You don't just walk into the... You know, high into senior management, man. <laughs> you start at the bottom. In my business, you know, you guys started at the Gateway or Fort McMurray or, you know, got a radio we called, job. Go, we did Golden Bears games. Sure, you get a radio job in Lloyd and you figure it out. You know, and I get it. Guys play junior hockey. But the A.H.L. is, is – the Oilers are turning their A.H.L. club into a place that is properly coached, stacked up now with a commensurate amount of talent so guys can grow together. Park. And they're showing now we're going what to see a group a of players. a year makes.
0: Yeah. Think a year ago, we were heading off. We were a week away from heading off to uh, Germany and Sweden. And we were thinking, Ratty, Pugliarvi, Yamamoto on the right side. Top three lines. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and Bouchard and Bear were there as well at that stage. And right now? All right, so Puljuhari's situation is different because he probably would be here if he'd committed to playing in North America. And make no mistake, Ken Holland will get something for yes, Puljuhari when that trade happens, and it's likely going to be a trade. We agree on that, right? Yeah, I would think so. Okay, it's likely going to be a trade. Yamamoto is going to percolate. He's already he already went down right away. He's going to percolate in the American Hockey League. Yeah, he's had some injury problems. Benson there's, there's, there's and there's McLeod. A Yamamoto, Benson, and McLeod are all going to percolate right. and have a chance to work their way up in time. McLeod's well, a first-year pro. Right. First-year pro. It's just, it's just a- no NHL way. skater, but he's got a lot to he's learn. He's a great-looking
1: prospect. right? I, I, first time I laid eyes on that guy at camp, I guess at the start of camp last year, I remember seeing him skate, thinking, wow, he's big, he skates, he shoots. This is a nice-looking player here, and he's only got better. So, hey,
0: McLeod's in a good spot. We... Benson's
1: going to play. You know, Yamamoto, let's see.
0: He'll play. He's going to play. He just needs to put it together, you know, get some confidence going in the AHL. He wasn't that bad in the AHL when he was in the lineup well, last year. I'm not saying Just hasn't was. been able to stay healthy. Right. But that's a big And then on defense, Sam and Bouchard. Like, like That's like five guys right. that are going to be, right? That all like, of them are going to have a really good chance to play. Play your way up. Yeah. So because of that, when we come back, for our friends at Horse Racing Alberta, we're going to discuss whether or not. Ken Holland's approach and the effort to build some more depth in the third and fourth lines, are the Oilers better? That's a conversation point when we come back on Oilers Now. This is Oscar Pleffbaum from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Shed. Well, thank you, Oscar. Welcome back, everybody. It's 120 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer and Mark Spector with you. Mark's appearances are brought to you by horse racing alberta live standard bread racing every friday night and sunday afternoon at century mile and every saturday afternoon at track on two in lacombe guests on the show receive certificates to japanese village steak and seafood cooked right at your table visit their edmonton south downtown north side and short park locations so there's a pragmatic approach to bringing along these young players Clearly, they're going to be playing their way up the lineup. We can agree on that. We're already seeing signs of that. Uh, yes. Like, I think Nygaard can help this team, right? Yeah, I think that well, – I would think so. But he might not play in the opening lineup. Well, they've – they've
1: you know, I mean, Ken Holland's been playing the piano as fast as he can here, right? He walks in the door. He's got no cap space, but he's got a bunch of holes. Yeah. So – he Rather than going out and finding a top six guy and spending a ton of money on him, he makes the Lucic trade and brings in James Neal, who we, he hopes will perform like a top six guy. Right? Yep. He gets his okay. top six guy, assuming he performs, that's a nice deal. Then he goes out and shores up his bottom six with a bunch of million-dollar contracts for one year. Yep. Stuff you're not going to have to live with. Uh, stuff you can put down, a guy in the minors, it doesn't hurt your cap. Sure. A guy like Haas, who will not spend time in the minors. If he doesn't make this team, he's going home to Switzerland, I'm here to tell you. So he's done a good job at improving his lineup with no money. And
0: We well, should sort- state that if Haas... Haas might go down for a couple a of weeks, while. a little while, but he won't spend a lot of but time. But players like him often but end up back in Europe.
1: It, the, just let me finish that: that you can't do business every year, bringing over like three guys, Pearson, Nygaard, Hoss, who've never played an NHL sure. game, and hoping they're going to come in and play. You're not going to get; that's not going to work very often. But it might work well enough at a tough year this year to get them through the year. They'll lose some contracts they get to work.
0: Are they better this year? That at this point, right now, do you think they're better on paper than they were a year ago?
1: Uh, yes, I would say they're a better team. They're a deeper team in, among their forwards. Their bottom six is improved, which is clearly a problem last year. And if Pearson can play, the defense is better, right? If Bear makes the team, I think that offensive kick will help them that they didn't get from the back end. Different dimension. Different dimension. And the goaltending is a complete and utter question
0: mark for me. Was it a complete and utter question well, it mark? It wasn't here? any good last year, so it can only what? get better, Bob. But did you think it was going to be? I, I thought Talbot had a chance to, and, well, I, and really I am the eternal optimist, but I looked I at Talbot were. and said he's likely to bounce back at it. We thought that he would. Right. He he so, well, I year. appreciate that you're.
1: Oh, no, I looked at Talbot too and thought I, I still, I watched 2017 just like you did and all the Orders fans, and I thought you'll see that goalie. Mm-hmm. And we've yet to see that goalie, unfortunately for Cam. Uh, so the goaltending last year let this team down. It wasn't very good, and uh, it has to be better this year.
0: Uh, this text comes in. Bob, I can't stand the term percolate. It implies that they are ready as opposed to de- be uh, developing on the farm. Uh, okay, well, thank you for that text. Uh, again, you can text us on our Heartland Forward text line at 630-630. Um, we are much better just by subtracting Lucic, let alone we got a legit top six player who book it. Uh a legitimate top six player bucket, and we now have twenty legit twenty so that's my text for all of you at six thirty six thirty. Are the Edmonton Oilers better? Do you have more confidence in this team right now than you had a year ago at this time? Text us at six thirty-six thirty. Uh this text out of Edmonton. Bob, I'm so happy that it sounds like Bouchard will get some good time in the American Hockey League. There we go. Um uh, more text coming in. Bob Carter Yamamoto will never play in the NHL full time. Too small. Well, this, this is not a nice text, Mark. You got to stop having your friends text the show and and send me messages like this. I can't even read it on here. <laughs> don't the air. read it, Bob. Why are you in radio? Don't admit read it. you're a blank. See, it's I, I. I don't know how many times I told my cousin Brian, quit <laughs> texting the show, Brian. I, you know. It's, uh, it's an amazing thing. Uh, you can text us at 630-630. Bob, give away some tickets for tonight. What? Well, I, I don't give away. Uh, this text comes in out of Grand Prairie, Alberta, in our Heartland Ford text line. So you're seeing Bear and Benning are sharing the number six spot. I'm cool with that. Benning, to my eyes, always did better when not playing every game. I, I like, Persson's got the leg up in the short term. He's he's the one that spent all the time playing with Clef Bomb. Again, he's not a lock either. He's not a lock at this stage either. You you
1: look at guys who come over, first shot the NHL, having a nice camp. Come see me on November 15th. Come see me on December 15th. How's Pearson playing then? Hopefully for him he's playing well, but there is
0: absolutely no lock that that would be the case. JJ in Red Deer. Marginally better, maybe, but I don't put that on the GM, Ken Holland. He was left a mess. Uh, I, I think they just got an uptick just from Lucic being out of the dressing room from JJ. Well, we'll never know. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's. Yeah, I don't think that's you, the uptick is if Neil can score some goals. Right, that's that, your it, it's that simple. And again, since the trade has happened, I, I I I'm really uncomfortable with making negative statements about guys once they're gone. Right, like you know, I okay, I didn't like Ben Scrivens acting goal. I didn't like that he'd stare down guys on the team on the fence. Yeah, they're I don't pack a long time. Right? Like, like, yeah. okay, yeah. there's one where I'm like, you know what? I wish his attitude had been a little bit different. You know, he, he that said, he had, he had a really nice family, so I, I felt bad about that. Texas at 630, 630. Uh, same defense, same problem. We need bigger, stronger, and faster on the back end. Um, guys, if Jujar Kara's lock, if so, how and why from Sean? Karen, answer that spec? Uh No. You first. <laughs> I think Jujar, again, starts, but we'll see where it ends up with Jujar. I think he's, like, put it this way, Archibald's going to play for me because he's got, uh he brings the team some speed and skill. I look at the guys on the left side, Gagne, Kera, uh potentially Grandlin. And they're, I, I think Granlin once he gets going up at 100%, he's going to be in, but if there's a push coming from Nygaard, I think it would be at the expense, theoretically, for me. Mm-hmm. And one thing Jujar has is he can play tough when the spirit moves. Him. Sure. Like, he stands up for his teammates, and I appreciate that about him. So, uh, but I think, I don't think Jujar is a lock. I just think he starts the year in the top 12.
1: Yeah, uh, the good news for Jujar Kara is that he's got a new GM and coach that are, you know, don't have a complete take on what he brings and who he is and how he works, and what kind of player he is so he gets a chance to prove himself here to these guys the bad news is he's had that chance with a couple other groups and he didn't seize it he did not prove to certainly McClellan and Shirley that he was the player they wanted him to be
0: all right we got two quick more emails uh, texas Force and our heartland for text line bob great show here's my take the orders on paper are much deeper from head to toe in all aspects of the organization than they were last year if they find themselves at at or over 500 by Christmas and stay healthy and consistent they'll make the playoffs from Noah in Fort Saskatchewan home of Heartland Fort and they say that advertising doesn't work there you go there you go mark it's 128 i got to go. thanks for coming in pleasure bob talk to you friday see you tonight off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell Mike House when we return on Oilers Now Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio 630 Chad